What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams. And as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? What's going on? Welcome to uh, another week of the, the podcast. Please continue to tune in. So uh, as I always say, Monday, Tuesday are topics, Wednesday's discussion, and then Fridays are everything else. So if you're tuning in to a Friday episode first, you're probably like, what is this? It's movies, books, games, like non-cyber security related stuff. So please continue to like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Without further ado, I'll give it to Shannon. All right, everybody. So this uh, article is actually from NBCNews.com. Um, and so this one was written by Kevin Collier. And the title is Student Psychological Reports Abuse Allegations Leaked by Ransomware Hackers. So uh, these ransomware hackers, man, they're getting out of control. So they actually went to, a, they actually broke into a Minneapolis public school uh, district, right, earlier in the year. And uh, there's a bunch of files that have highly sensitive documents on school children, teachers, has teacher social security numbers, behavioral issues with some of the students, psychological reports even, Um and uh, so these files actually appeared first appeared online back in March, um, and they said they had been a victim of a ransomware attack, right? So uh, NBC News, actually, the, the, the site that wrote this, they were actually to download uh, some of the documents, re reviewed about 500 files, um, and, and they're pretty sure it's legit, right? So some of them were printed on school letterhead. Um, they, there was a folder set that had the Minneapolis school names on them, um, but this is one of those things where... It, people are ruthless you know what i mean like what i i, I guess i let me not say they're ruthless right i guess this is a good target right it's kind of like how people talk about soft targets and who to hit i guess this is a good target right because the school district themselves you already know they're not they're, they're not spending a lot of money on it they're not getting a lot of money for it right they're not getting what they need to teach the children appropriately first off right so for them to invest in it we already know it's a little lacking right but this is one of those things where you hit something like this, this is one that's going to get a lot of attention because parents are going to be like, hey, I don't want, I don't want information about my children out there and they're going to get loud, right? They're going to be out there. They're going to be talking about, hey, what are you doing uh, to make sure my children's information doesn't get out there and, and things of that, na that nature. But um, so it is a soft target, but this is why we got to do better, right? Like this is one of those things where um, you already have a problem retaining teachers. And then if you can't secure um their 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 PII or PHI even right like what's the incentive for them to go out there and do something that they may love you know what I mean if it's going to cost them so much in the future you're already not yeah in my opinion right it's just the opinion of Shannon Times you don't pay them enough right um, which is why you get some that that seem like they don't really care right but then to have their social security numbers out there possible um, accusations you know what I mean that's not to say that that what they've done is really is really true right but any accusations against them get put out there and then it becomes a court of public opinion right what happens then it gets out there people see it and automatically someone's labeled as an abuser of children no matter how you know before they've even gone through the process of, of verification to determine whether or not everything is good so um, this is what we this is what we got to keep doing right we got to keep making sure that our schools, you know, are protected appropriately, because we've already seen schools, hospitals, water treatment plants, things of this nature, like, they're, they're under attack, right? Cyber attack. This is what this is what they're aiming for. So um, we actually have a quote in here um, from uh, Doug Levin, the director of the K-12 Security Information Exchange, and he says, school districts really should be treating this more like nuclear waste, <laughs> right? So uh, the school now, like after the fact, is working with external specialists and law enforcement to review the data, right? But 
it's already too late. Like it's already out there. And and I know me and you, Ryan, we kind of had this conversation offline where I was like, why why is this not why is this something the school should be holding themselves, right? Why is there not someone who specializes in some type of security or, or who has better security to store these type of things, like a portal for them to log into or things of that nature, right? To have the schools be responsible for this themselves, it just doesn't seem like something they should do, they should be doing, right? Like it's not like it's not like they're investing, like I said before, a lot of money into this. So at what point do we say, hey, let the people that know what they're doing take care of this and then just just have that third party do it for you. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, there's the parents feel like their hands are tied with some of this stuff, right? Like, so they're getting notified. And this is another thing that comes from this, right? So they tell you to watch out because what ends up happening after an attack like this, right? You start getting the notifications saying, hey, you've been attacked, pay us this money to protect your identity. And that's also a scam, right? So you get a, you get the ransomware, you know, uh, attack, and then you get, you know, the follow on phishing from that, right? Like, it's one of those things where these, these, these bad actors, they know it's going to pay off for them. But yeah, we got it. We got to do better, man. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't want to see things like this, you know what I mean? So like, especially, especially when it comes to your children, nobody likes to see their children harmed in this way where psychological reports get out there. And you people are, people are ruthless nowadays when it comes to being online too, you know what I mean? So your child's report's going to end up a meme or something. I don't know. Is that, is that how people go viral today? I don't know. I don't have social media. I don't know if that's how it happens, you know what I mean? But Ryan, what's your thoughts on this, man? Yeah, a hundred percent agree. Like that, that's going to be the far reaching issue, right? Like you said, it starts off as a ransomware attack where they're just trying to get the uh, the uh, the money, but down the road, it, it can turn to, like you said, phishing and then cyberbullying um, and and uh, damaged reputation. So like these uh, young kids, I, I don't believe if they say it's grade school, middle school, uh, what have you, but if they have like behavioral issues or something like that, this might resurface in their adult time, right? Like when they become an adult, then this gets published again, like they had some kind of misconduct or they did something wrong and it can be held over their head far in the future. So like one of the parents, a parent teacher uh, said that she's running out of ideas, right? She said that I, I locked my credit. I like my, uh, my child's credit. I don't know what to do beyond that. Um, cause yeah, cause that's, if socials are out there addresses things of that nature, like you don't know when you're going to get hit. Like this may be sold and repackaged later down the line, years to come or resurface. And then all of a sudden you didn't suspect it, but the child 17, 21, something like that. Now the credit gets hit. Like somebody bought a boat, you know what I mean? Or, uh, or what have you, uh, off the, off of, um, their, uh, their credit and ruin their credit. Um, so like LifeLock's not going to fix this. Right. So how, how do you, protect these people and then like you said what does the future look like like um I, I i'm not into over regulation but i think that this it, if they're receiving federal funds like some of the chef, some of this stuff should be um architect architected or the solution should come from the federal government like okay so we're not doing a good job in this respect right like we've done the um surveys like scissors come in they've done conducted their assessments and and what have you and we've de 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 determined that we're going to have a federal database that schools will now put their stuff into that'll be protected um because like you said it's kind of hodgepodge right it's ad hoc like this school might do it this way this school may do it that way um the report you know stated big figures like 122 public school districts in the u.s have been hit with ransomware since uh 2021 um and more than half um, 76% was the result of uh, hackers leaking sensitive school and student um, data. So like now it's it's to the point where it needs to be regulated. Someone needs to, to do some oversight 
uh, of this material and information because the schools just can't do it themselves. Like, like you said, their resources are, are low and then you have to prioritize. So you're going to prioritize um, supplies and books for the kids or are you going to put it towards IT to try to, um, you know, uh, protect their information like that, that balance perhaps shouldn't be put in individual hands. It should be more regulated across the board. Um, so that's probably what the future looks like. But in this case, like you said, the teacher data for uh, potential misconduct is now out there. So like this is going to ruin teachers' reputations. Like they, they might not be able to recover even if they were innocent. Um, and then the, the children who were harmed, now that could be used against them uh, and weaponized as well, right? Cyberbullying and things of that nature. Um, blackmail, like it just goes on and on and on. So like the, uh, in the report, it said this is probably the worst they've seen it. Like, so this is like one of the worst attacks on the school uh, or on a district in, since um, they started tracking this type of information. So like this should, I, I think this should be getting even more news and, and attention. I have not seen it on like the, the national spotlight aside from this article. Um, and who's to say that this one is is actually the worst. Maybe this one is the worst one that's been reported, right? Um, there might be worse breaches out there that we just have not seen or heard about just yet because uh, it took months for this one to come out, right? Like this wasn't recent. The article was recent, but this attack happened uh, I think a little March. while back. I think it was March. So it wasn't that far, far yeah. gone, but because parents had to be notified, right? Like to try to get ahead of the phishing uh, uh, attacks. Uh, like, yeah, don't click those links because now they have your phone numbers and all this other stuff. And like um, those, like you said, are soft targets, right? Like people who just are going to react. Um, and then if, I even think they said that there was a video montage put together to try to prove, you know what I mean? Like this is the the ransomware gang proving the uh, the evidence. Like So they put it out there for public consumption, which is uh, atypical. Usually it's a dark net website, hard to find. Uh, this one was a little bit more public because they're boasting like we have all this stuff, right? This this is a um, this one deserves uh, limelight and attention. We've done something new and unique, right? Like they're trying to uh, to bolster their profile um, because of it. So that terrible in general. So hopefully this does um, gain more um, national attention, and then the federal government will step in and hopefully provide a better solution for securing this this uh, this data. So. Uh, you know, hate hate to see it. Like you know, usually we say we love to see it. No, I hate to see it. Like this, this is pretty bad. Um, so hopefully, um, this will spur discourse and um, some kind of um, uh, talk uh, with with people who who uh, key stakeholders. You know that that actually can do something about this. Is what what the hope is. So. Uh, you know, we'll we'll keep post on this article. Uh, like later on in, in the uh, the week, we discuss another Microsoft article based upon the one that we talked about last week, right? So there's continuity there. So uh, as this progresses, we'll bring it back on the show and see what uh, what's being done to uh, to hopefully fix this this situation and keep it from happening again. So definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, I did not do it in the middle of the episode like I was supposed to, but at the end, please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, you know, that call to action, share with your friends. Uh, we should be migrating to a new platform soon, so it shouldn't be a big change for listeners, but we'll have a little bit better production value. So there you go. Uh, and a, a, a landing page and, and uh, all that good stuff. So definitely tune in for all that. Hit up all the websites that go by our name. You can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. Stay safe, stay secure.